Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso and his co-host. And welcome to the Spotlight. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I'm an Amazon best-selling author, and I also host the popular podcast, Revenue Chat. Joining me today as my co-host is Jonathan Colbert. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Tony. Pleasure to be here. You're awesome, awesome. And I'm very grateful you can join us today. Thank you so much, Jonathan. It's a pleasure to be here, Tony. It's, a, it's great to be here to be able to share some wonderful things that are happening in people's lives, definitely relating to business. Yeah, you know, this show is a, is a key point. You know, this is the first show of the Spotlight where we focus on highlighting Hollywood stars, sports greats, business experts, game changers, best-selling authors, and world-class CEOs. And by the way, for the Spotlight audience, if you are a world-renowned VIP, we want your interview on the Spotlight. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, so please set your calendar to hear from the world's elite on the Spotlight. And today, and tell a friend. <laughs> and, uh, hey, tell two. <laughs> All right. Actually, there's three of us, so we have to tell three. Okay. And speaking of our first show and just being grateful and happy to do it, today we set the stage for the Spotlight interviews by bringing on a very special and divine lady, and I've had the pleasure of interviewing her on Revenue Chat as well. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Her living happy inside-out mantra is more than a slogan. Author, podcaster, HuffPost contributor, international speaker, and a next-gen thought leader featured hundreds of times in the media. Our guest today is Maura Sweeney. At midlife, Maura took her eclectic background, that's law school, corporate management, homeschooling mom, volunteering, and global travels to transform herself into the ambassador of happiness. Mora's reflective questions and story-based narratives are helping individuals find their voice, entrepreneurs develop their brand, and leaders imagine to their most influential and highest versions of self. Let's welcome Mora to the spotlight. Hello. Hi there, Tony, and hi, Jonathan, too. Thank you so much for having me on. I feel extra special to be in today's first ever Spotlight show. Well, thank you so much, Maura. I appreciate you spending the time with us today. Very, very cool of you. And I know how busy it is spreading happiness out there in the world, so it's very cool you're sending a little our way. <laughs> I could laugh right along with you. It does, it's a tough job, Tony, but somebody's got to be in the business of happiness. <laughs> well, you know, to have a title quite like Ambassador of Happiness, I'm, I'm telling you, that is an amazing, amazing thing to carry. It's, and it's well earned, I will tell you. I, um, I actually envisioned this when I was just a small child. So it's, it's amazing to think that it's a self-styled, now trademarked, title that has been recognized even overseas as well as here in the U.S. It's kind of fun and funny. That, yeah, is, that is amazing. That is so cool, Maura. So cool. It's such a distinction. All right. Well, the Spotlight audience is probably eager to hear about this. So let's, let's take it from the top, please. Maura, how did you get started in your field? All right. I'll be giving away my age. Is that okay? <laughs> well, we all know you're like in your you know, late 20s. 
And we won't. Yeah, not judge exactly, you Tony. With all, <laughs> would you believe that what I do today, traveling the world, writing, speaking, podcasting, interviewing with nice folks like you, got its genesis circa 1962-63 when I was this young preschooler living up in New Jersey, staring up at the sky at the airplanes, wanting to travel the world and meet people everywhere to make new friends. And I kid you not, I lived very close to the Newark airport in Northern Jersey. And when airplanes would fly overhead, I was so captivated by them. And I must have also seen something from, I think it was the 1964, um, goodness, the world, not the world series. Um, what was it when they had, it's a small world after all. And they had it in New York. Would you happen to remember the world's, that? Tony? The world's fair. The world's Dis- fair. Okay. Yes. And they had this exhibition, and it was called It's a Small World. And somewhere, maybe on Disney, I knew of this, where they would show little children dressed up in all attire that would be from their culture. And that's how I envisioned the world. To me, the world was my friend. They were unmet friends, unmet relatives. They all had these different backgrounds. I wanted to travel and meet them combination of looking up at the airplanes and wanting to go, secondly, going in my backyard, trying to dig a hole to China. Hopefully I could have met my Chinese friends on the other side of the hole. And the third thing, which is really interesting, and I hope all of your listeners will kind of pay attention to this because I think there's such brilliance. If we could go back to some of our own childhood memories and fascinations, because Even though I was brought up by my family to be a lawyer after my late grandfather, it wasn't necessarily law that appealed to me or fascinated me. It was instead watching his legal secretary type up legal documents on on this typewriter. Now, here I was. I was so small, (laughs) but I was studying what she was doing, and I was fascinated with the idea that someone could take a machine and they could type up ideas, put them in print, and have them exported so that people could read and think about these official thoughts. And I was always a thought person. I was a dreamer. And so here I am now at 59. um, And I took a lot of those early interests in travel, in the written and spoken word, in good ideas and in goodwill. And I combined it with all of my educational background, my corporate management background, volunteering and travel to 60 countries. I grouped it all together and I turned it into my own brand, which is now the ambassador of happiness. So I'm a goodwill ambassador really after my own making. And if I could add one more thing, since Tony, you know me too well, I'm never short on words. Mm. (laughs) Even though I was brought up to be an attorney, so that meant that my family really groomed me very closely and very uh, tightly, I would say. Even when I think back to my days in high school, if I had my own way to do it, I would have ended up attending Georgetown for their School of Foreign Service and being an ambassador to uh, Latin America because Spanish was my second language that I studied. So it's interesting to see how someone like me, 
at midlife could take an early fascination and all these interests I held that maybe I could say, oh, too bad, it passed me up. I'm too old now. Or I didn't follow the right track. And yet somehow here I am. I, you know, I, I, I write everywhere. I podcast. I've interviewed on well, well over 200 media outlets. I speak in universities. And here I am, this universal ambassador of goodwill without any constraints. So it's a good it's a good thing for people to think about because I believe there's so many other listeners today who maybe feel that because their own life didn't work out exactly as planned, they need to put their ideas on hold. My sense is use what you have, continue to work with it, and see where it takes you. So anyway, that's a long answer for where did I get started. <laughs> I love it, Maura. Never a long answer with you. There were so many gems and little insightful nuances in there. I just love it. But I just like to make one comment, one comment first on It's a Small World. I, too, it's one, believe it or not, and this is perhaps a little embarrassing at my age, but we live close to Disneyland and my wife and I, it is our most favorite ride. As simple as it may be or childish, we just love that ride. It's a small world. And for anyone that's not been to it, it put it on your, put it on your list. You got to go check out that at Disneyland. But anyways, I totally understand that concept because it's not always... Once you do that ride, and I'm not I'm just a little parallel, is the world is a lot smaller than you think. And we're all we're all humans. We're all together. And you've got the what's a good word for it? You've got that nucleus, not not a matrix, it's the synapses, it's like the neurons. You've got the thing that connects everyone, and that is state of mind. That is the happiness. Mm-hmm. And that's that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Well, you know, that's an incredible remark that you just made saying that that's your favorite ride. And think about this. When we're all young, we all come into this world, I would say the majority of us, we have big dreams and we love to see good things. We have hopes, we have aspirations. And when you talk about that ride, there was a real good feeling on it where it was our similarities, not our differences, the things that would unite us rather than separate us. That was a good feeling. And yet as we get older, don't we get told over and over again, oh, stay away from that group or we don't like those people. And it, what it does is it divides us. And I think it really takes away from our sense of joy our inner spirit, our drive, and even our sense of creativity. And a lot of times creativity comes when we get together with people who are a little bit different because they spur us on. So I'm so glad you referenced that too, Tony. I might have to find an opportunity to go back on that ride myself one day. (laughs) (laughs) For a new experience. (laughs) Right, right. It is great. Maura, you've got so much energy and enthusiasm and exuberance just Let's let's soak up more. Could you please tell us about one of the more memorable moments in your career as the ambassador of happiness? You know, I'd love to start with this. It was I would want to call it the turning point, the turning point. Um, my, I actually started doing what I'm doing today when our daughter was getting ready to go to college and I knew it was a time for me to just have no holes barred. I was going to do what I really loved. And that was when I started to write about Happiness, fun life stories, always coming out with a new gem, a new sense of hope, a new perspective. They were things that I enjoyed. And early bloggers used to say to me, so what is your demo? And I said, well, I guess my demo is anybody that wants to be happy. And people made fun of me. 
And think about this. I am such a proponent of encouraging people to do what is important to them from within, to be genuine and true to themselves. So I get all these naysayers like, oh, that's a really dumb topic. Happiness, that is so, who's going to follow that? So I would do all these stories and I happened to be in England. um, And while there visiting our daughter who had grown up at that point uh, and was working over there, I was doing a story. It was a backstory on the Beatles. And I, I had gone to Liverpool And I'm a great researcher. I wanted to know where did the Beatles get their start? What did they start from? And actually, they were war babies after World War II. The whole um, backdrop of their lives was, you know, oh, gosh, you guys missed the prime of life. And yet out of that, I thought there's a great story here about people who could take nothing and make it into really something big. So after two and a half days in Liverpool of doing all my research, I realized I have walked past the BBC studios, not once, not twice, but three times. And I'm thinking, where's the old salesperson in me that I never thought to go into the BBC studios? So I present my card and I said, it might be a little bit late, but is there anybody in here that I could interview to give me a little backstory on the Beatles? Maybe they Maybe they worked here while the Beatles were in this area. So a little while later, she comes back from the the tall tower and she said, Maura, I'm sorry. The one guy you could have interviewed just left for the day. And she said, but there's somebody else who'd like to meet you. And And a sheepish guy, he's 37 years old, obviously too young to have known the Beatles. He comes down and he said, Maura, he said, can I take you for some tea? And I said, oh, I'd be happy to meet with you. And he said, can I ask you a favor? He said, I need to do a feature interview for Monday. And he said, I would love nothing better than to interview you as a HuffPost contributor from the United States. And the next thing I knew, I'm in the BBC studios. And rather than reporting on another story about rags to riches and how do we find our way in life, I am the story. And if you guys could appreciate this, I'm in their studios. This is my first on-air type radio interview where it was just about me and I thought where is the off switch what's the guy going to ask me but it was about a half hour long and I have to tell you it was as if our conversation was divinely prepared because everything we talked about was everything I had always studied researched and loved and it was a great exchange between life on both sides of the pond This is The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and Jonathan Colbert as co-host. Just ahead, Maura's going to tell us about more memorable moments as the ambassador of happiness, such as how she got interviewed about the Monica Lewinsky scandal that hit the States while she was in Scotland. And she gives us her best advice for you. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. The Dream Business community wants to help you with your career and business. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at TonyDURSO.com slash community. Get the Revenue Chap mobile app for your Android or iPhone. It's free. Download from your cell phone or smart device at TonyDURSO.com slash mobile. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand, 
the spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars, sports greats, business experts, game changers, best-selling authors, world-renowned VIPs? If so, please apply and let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me, Tony at TonyDierso.com. That's Tony at TonyDierso.com. And let's see how we can help each other. Thank you for letting us contribute to your success. The Dream Business community wants to help you with your career and business. As you know, jobs can be fickle. Here today, gone tomorrow. And owning a business has its own frailties. Bloomberg says 8 out of 10 entrepreneurs fail in the first 18 months. A Harvard study says three out of every four venture-backed firms fail, and there's other sources with shocking figures of their own, which all point to one very conclusive point. These are scary times we live in. Let's help you in the dream business community. Yes, you. Let's try to give you the information you need now to boost your career or business, and I'll be there every step of the way helping you along with other experts in many industries. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at TonyDurso.com slash community. That's TonyDurso.com slash community. Join me, Tony D'Urso, as I interview successful entrepreneurs weekly on Revenue Chat at TonyDurso.com slash radio. Get actionable advice and insights. What are the best sales methods, smart business strategies, and useful tips to grow a successful business, no matter the economy? New shows every Friday. Make it a habit to come here often and listen. Tony, D-U-R-S-O dot com slash radio. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back here with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight with Jonathan Colbert joining me as co-host. Today's show is with the Ambassador of Happiness, Maura Sweeney who's telling us about memorable moments in her career. And just ahead, Steve Garko gives us the TKO tip of the week. He's the president at Foresight Business Consulting, a Chicago-based strategy and marketing firm. He's also a professional speaker and best-selling author. He delivers a great TKO tip for you later on, so make sure you hear that one. It's good. And now, back to Mora. And if I could tell you even further when it comes to a tipping point um, where I go from being the interviewer to being interviewed as the featured guest, the following day I was continuing on my travels and I was in Scotland Mm -hmm. and uh, I opened up my phone and wouldn't you know, there was a request from another person at the BBC. They wanted to do another um, piece with me and get an American standpoint on Monica Lewinsky because there was a cover article that had just come out in Vanity Fair about her. Mm -hmm. And ironically, I had already written about Monica Lewinsky um, in the Huffington Post only a few months prior or a few weeks prior. And I thought, 
this is so amazing. But I said to the guy, sorry, I'm already in the next country. But that I'd love to tell you, going from being made fun of for doing what I loved and interviewing in a foreign country and then finding out I'm on the BBC, not once, but with two opportunities. So it was pretty funny. And I thought that was pretty epic, at least in my my early career of doing what I'm doing. I love it. Awesome. That is so cool. <laughs> it was. It was fun. Nice. Funny and exciting, and I felt like I made some new friends over there, which was wonderful. Maura, you just some, there's just something about exuding happiness that brings good things, and I think I think that's a good way to encapsulate what you're all about. You just bring good things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, anyone that's gone out and uh, participated in the inaugural for Nelson Mandela Day, I mean, I mean, Maura, please share. Oh, you know what? I will. And that <laughs> is how I got my title, my oh, unofficial, now amazing. official title. This was very interesting. I had spoken overseas, and this is so fascinating. I'm speaking overseas, and someone said, Maura, I need to introduce you to the executive director at the UNESCO Center for Peace. And somehow the two of us managed connecting. He must have seen something I did at the um, Peace Palace over in the Netherlands on a video, and we met in Washington, D.C., and he said to me, Maura, I am hosting, or the UNESCO Center for Peace, is hosting um, the first annual Nelson Mandela Day here in the United States. Would you come and be a speaker? And in that moment, I thought, oh my gosh, I feel like I've been preparing for this my whole life. It was, I can't even tell you the idea of being able to be in a celebratory environment that mm-hmm. brings together maybe what would have been disparate people and bring them, brings them together with a great banner and a great feel. So when they were preparing the, um, I guess, the, the, uh, the event calendar, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had several people there. In fact, one of them was, do you remember the song, We Are Family, the Sister Sledge? Yeah, Sister Sledge, okay. yeah. Okay, well, that was one of the guests that was there. And so I ended up riding to this event from the airport in the limousine with Sister Sledge uh, and her husband, one of the Sister Sledge. <laughs> so it was awfully cute. But as they're putting together the program, is the office called me and said, well, Maura, uh, what is your title? I said, well, what is my title? I said, my name is Maura Sweeney. I work for no one. I have a website. Uh, after my own name. And I said, I write and travel um, and speak about happiness. And they said, we have the perfect title for you. And they brought in people from other countries. They said, we are going to call you the ambassador of happiness. And I thought, (laughs) oh my gosh, that's what I am. And then after that was over, um, and some, I guess some people found out about what I had been doing. And I spoke at another UN, um, Model UN conference with students from 28 countries. After that, someone from LinkedIn found me. And this is a guy formerly of New York. He runs a radio show out of uh, somewhere on the West Coast. And he said to me, Maura, I have interviewed everybody from, you know, best-selling authors to heads of state and to celebrities. He said, but I've never yet interviewed the ambassador of happiness. (laughs) And he was such a marketeer. Such a marketeer. He said to me, and I hope you have that title trademarked. I said, it never occurred to me. He said, you need to do it. (laughs) So isn't it interesting? We could sort of follow what we love, stay consistent with it and true to it. And then opportunities seem to connect with us and vice versa. Oh, wow. Just love it. Just I'm just soaking it up. This is so cool. And I noticed that you've not only been around the world, you've been to places some people 
you know, don't even dream of going, for example, in Serbia and Kosovo, and you're on national TV. Is that so? Yes, yes. You know, it is. It's kind of wild. It might be nice if I were to say, yes, they invited me to speak in Paris or London <laughs> or whatever. But the places I have been to, I have to tell you, um, I always, as I said, I always wanted to travel the world. But some of these places have been so amazing. I will tell you one funny story. If you hadn't mentioned this, Macedonia. I'm invited to speak in Macedonia at the the capital, Skopje, Macedonia. Mm -hmm. And it's at this place called the Ivanov um, Alumni School of Leadership. Now, I didn't know who Ivanov was, but it's the president or the former president of the country of Macedonia. So my husband and I arrive in Macedonia and we're looking everywhere to find this address where I'm going to speak, where they've had all kinds of international dignitaries come through. And we're looking and looking. We cannot find the building. But all of a sudden we realize something funny. You know, when you go to um, to Paris and they have the Arch de Triomphe. Well, Macedonia has their own arch, and that was the very place I spoke. And I just, how amazing to go in there. They have all kinds of cameras and, um, you know, things set up for all these dignitaries. Um, You know, they have flags flying, and they had all of their... They're the leaders from their country that were age 35 and under. And Mm -hmm. there I come in, and I'm thinking, this is almost funny. It's sort of surreal. It was kind of amazing. And then I'll give you one other story, since we're busy chit-chatting about (laughs) unusual places. When I was in college, I was a political science major. And at the time, you'll both probably remember this, we had the big Cold War going. You know, Russia, that was our arch enemy. Mm -hmm. And I could remember reading um, books by Karl Marx. What was his, his, his favorite one, you know, about communism? We learned communism so bad. Well, when I ended up last in Hungary, I was in Budapest. I was invited to speak at a place called Cornevis University. It's right on um, the Danube River. It's a beautiful place. And as I was asking around, you know, where am I going? What is this? Someone said, well, do you, oh, I know it was local people. They said, well, do you realize that's the former Karl Marx University? And I thought this too is coming full circle, that there I was in 1976-77 at Boston College studying the works of Karl Marx. I would have never imagined that you moved me 30-something years up in time, and I am speaking at the former university named after Karl Marx, and I'm talking about my own version of leadership that is enduring and i thought that was just funny again it's sort of it's sort of surreal <laughs> that amazing story is amazing and you know you triggered something when you mentioned being in macedonia on the arc de triomphe mm-hmm. just a really fast little story when i went to paris the first time i didn't know my way around and i'm driving and driving and my wife she's the navigator and i'm the driver and i'm driving around and all of a sudden there's like all these cars, and I mean like hundreds of cars driving, and it's such a wide street, and there's no lines, and we're going in circles. I'm driving around the Arc de Triomphe, and I don't even know it. I'm so fixated on all the cars, and we're driving around and around, and I'm like, where are we going? And there's like 16 streets that verge off of it. My wife's trying to figure out the map, and I'm just driving around and around, trying not to hit anybody. It was so hilarious. I swear i could not i did not see the building i didn't see the arc 
at all. It wasn't until later that we went back and walked around and checked it out. I go, oh, this is where I was driving. (laughs) Tony, that sounds like something you'd see in a movie. Am I right? (laughs) Totally, totally. It's a true story. Oh, I don't know if I'd have the nerve to drive around around Paris or, or Rome or a place like that. So good for you. <laughs> well, Italy was the most favorite because everybody there, I don't know about today, but everybody there is on a moped. You, there's like 2,368 cars, uh, mopeds for every one car. I'm exaggerating, but it's that kind of volume. And you just have to watch out for them. That's That's a fun place to drive. <laughs> I think I'd rather watch it as a pedestrian. <laughs> I mean, you know, you'll you'll drive up to a red light, right? And you're first in line. So like, cool. Next thing you know, within 2.3 seconds, there's 25 mopeds all in front of you, inched up, you know, partially into the street. It's like, it's just mobs. <laughs> right? You're, it's very cool looking though, isn't it? It's very chic. It's like, you can only do those things in, uh, in Italy. <laughs> That's right. And maybe France too. This is The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and Jonathan Colbert as co-host. Just ahead, we're going to ask the Ambassador of Happiness what she's currently working on. Plus, she's going to give us her best advice for you. Really cool stuff. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. The Dream Business Community wants to help you with your career and business. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at TonyDurso.com slash community. The Dream Business Community wants to help you with your career and business. As you know, jobs can be fickle. Here today, gone tomorrow, and owning a business has its own frailties. Bloomberg says 8 out of 10 entrepreneurs fail in the first 18 months. A Harvard study says 3 out of every 4 venture-backed firms fail, and there's other sources with shocking figures of their own, which all point to one very conclusive point. These are scary times we live in. Let's help you in the dream business community. Yes, you. Let's try to give you the information you need now to boost your career or business. And I'll be there every step of the way, helping you along with other experts in many industries. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at TonyDurso.com slash community. That's TonyDurso.com slash community. Get the Revenue Chap mobile app for your Android or iPhone. It's free. Download from your cell phone or smart device at TonyDurso.com slash mobile. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand, The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars Sports greats, business experts, game changers, best-selling authors, world-renowned VIPs? If so, please apply and let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me, Tony at TonyDurso.com. That's Tony at TonyDurso.com. And let's see how we can help each other. 
Thank you for letting us contribute to your success. Join me, Tony D'Urso, as I interview successful entrepreneurs weekly on Revenue Chat at tonydurso.com slash radio. Get actionable advice and insights. What are the best sales methods, smart business strategies, and useful tips to grow a successful business, no matter the economy? New shows every Friday. Make it a habit to come here often and listen. Tony, D-U-R-S-O dot com slash radio. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight with Jonathan Colbert joining me as co-host. Today's show is with the Ambassador of Happiness, Maura Sweeney who's telling us about memorable moments in her career and soon's going to give up her best advice. And later on in this show, Steve Garko gives us a great TKO tip of the week. So make sure you hear that one. Good stuff. Anyways, back to you, please. Jonathan, did you, uh, did you have something I think you wanted to, to mention? Well, you know, it, it's nice to know the, the, the quality of, of life experiences that you're sharing more. I think it's, it, it's, very, uh, it's very unique. You know, to hear that, you know, come out of you with such joy because, you know, that happiness, it, it's great for your health. So it's just a pleasure to have you here and sharing your experience. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Jonathan. And you know what most people probably won't realize? Mm-hmm. Sometimes they hear, oh, she's the ambassador of happiness. She probably, <laughs> you know, sits on on clouds and walks on fairy dust but i will tell most people don't you think that well you know me a little bit well and you you're probably look close to i dream of genie i'm thinking thing. that <laughs> bring out the pink gown but to truly be happy in life each one of us really needs to make that choice because if you think about it there's so many things every day that we are bombarded with whether it's you know, in our family life or at work, or even when we're watching the news. And it's very easy to compromise ourselves and be less than the person that we really believe ourselves to be. So instead to say, you know what, I'm going to become my bigger self. I'm not going to be a victim in life. I am going to choose to be my biggest, best and happiest version of self. It really takes some grit It takes a certain amount of courage, and it also takes a willingness to believe in something bigger and better than what the world generally presents to us. So that's my bigger message everywhere I go. And I really think today there's a lot of people that are longing for an alternative way of thinking. And um, I think that may be one reason why with what I'm doing today, there's definitely it resonates with people. And especially in some of these former war-torn areas of the world where people have just had enough of the division. They actually, you know, I remember I was in one country and I realized the same reporter kept following me around and then ended up uh, interviewing me and gave me a, um, a feature in, um, in their 
what, what, what could I say, their national uh, newspaper. And she said to me, Maura, I am so grateful that you came here. She said, most of the news we get is so negative and so much of it has to do with corrupt politics that to have somebody in like you is so refreshing. <laughs> and so it's, you know, it's wonderful for me because I get to meet new people and learn, but it's also really good for them because in some places I have been like the first American to come and visit them. And I'm so well embraced. And then I become a picture of what America is to them. So it's very exciting. And again, for me, not everybody's going to want to go take you know, it's very you know, nice of you to, bus trips and whatever. Yeah, it's very nice of you to understand that that's very important. You know, when you're, when you're out and you're speaking, one of the things that I noticed, if people really don't compare themselves to other individuals, I, I think it's really healthy for them. So I really, really like what you're saying. Oh, and I'm even glad you brought that up, Jonathan. It's true. Because Mm -hmm. think about this. We have a tendency as humans to... Mm -hmm to look at the world and we put it maybe in six silos. And I think it starts when we're in grammar school. You know, we may be brilliant in a number of areas, but those are not necessarily the areas that school wants to teach us or measure us in. And so little by little, we pull out of those grander areas and grander talents or potentials we have. And then we start only measuring ourselves against a few silos. And then if we don't fit in just properly, or if we're not as good as the next person, we end up with a negative sense of self rather than a refreshed sense of self to say, you know what, I've got some unique talents that nobody else has and the world needs it. And it's a completely, it's the inverse way of thinking. But I also think that somewhere in there, there's a lot of brilliance and there's a lot of innovation that the world has yet to see when we start encouraging people to just step out and be their best version of self. Wow. I completely concur. (laughs) And and you know, Maura, Maura, that kind of leads into a burning question on the tip of my tongue. Now I have like several, but this is like not as burning as the next question. So this is one of the least burning questions. I'm just being silly. Um, (laughs) What you were just talking about, I wanted to ask about in order to lead a happier, more robust life, you are a proponent of saying people need to step out of their comfort zones. And I think you were just, just getting into that. So I'd like to hear a little bit more about that, please. Okay, here's another irony for you. I think my whole life must must be a series of ironies. I always, one of the other things when I was growing up that I wanted to do, I wanted to learn how to dance. I happened to watch when I was a preschooler, one Saturday morning, uh, it was called American Bandstand, long time ago. And it was all these high school kids dancing. And I said to my mother, who was ironing at the time, what's happening there? And she said, oh, those are kids dancing. I said, that's dancing? I want to do it. Well, as it turns out, I didn't go to dance class. I was put in front of a piano and I went to art class and I learned how to write nice thank you notes and to be smart. But I never lost my desire for dance. So as my daughter was in um, her early college year, she was homeschooled. Long story with her, but she was going to college locally at 13. um, And she happened to call me up from college one day and she said, Mom, guess what? The college here has an intro to dance class. And I said, oh, are you going to take it? And she said to me, mom, she said, I've had seven years, eight years of dance. She said, I don't need this intro class. You do. Now, here I was. And all I can think about is I am well past five years old in a tutu. That's all I can think about. That's where I think about. That's when you learn how to dance. And she said, mom, you have always talked about 
how you wanted to dance. Now's your opportunity. Go. And she said, this is an adult class. Go ahead. So I ended up enrolling in a dance class at just shy of 50 <laughs> years old. I failed the class twice. Oh. I almost destroyed an on-stage <laughs> performance at the college oh, no. <laughs> two nights before we went live. But guess what? My stepping out of the comfort zone and actually doing something I wanted to do when I was younger and getting rid of all that excess baggage, I was so afraid in those classes that I was actually paralyzed in fear. And I mean, so dumb and so off the kids in class, the students used to laugh, not with me, but at me. But I kept doing it, kept doing it. When I was finished with that, I wrote my first the first book in my series, The Art of Happiness, and it was called mm. Exiting the Comfort Zone, Dance or Die. So I think maybe one of the appeals that, that I have as a speaker or as a communicator is that everything I talk about is in my DNA. I don't just talk about <laughs> it. I haven't researched it. I have lived <laughs> through it. And people come with me in these stories and they're like, oh my gosh, Maura, if you could learn how to dance at age 50, I think I could run for president and win. You know? <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, 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 uh, it's a comfort zone story, but Tony, more yeah. to your question, is that by the time I press through all of these fears, all of these phobias, all of these literal falling down on my face, is that I literally was able to become my bigger self because I stepped out of all the mental and socially developed confines that not only was I brought up under, but I adopted for myself. You know, a lot of us are good at one thing, but we really want to try something new. And then we are afraid of, quote unquote, falling on our face. But if we could keep pursuing it, not only are we outside the comfort zone, but we're more of ourselves and we're freer. And I think there's there's a lot to be gained from that. <laughs> <laughs> Great stories. I just love it. So, so well, cool. Well, you know, more I like to ask you, what are you, what are you currently working on right now? Oh, I'll tell you the most exciting thing. Other than talking with you guys today, uh, I really <laughs> thank this, you for I, that. I would do this. I can't tell you 24 hours a day. I love this. This is what I wanted to do as a child. I wanted to talk with people. I wanted to share ideas. This is so much fun. But in the next few days, um, I have about a half a dozen radio. Um, and podcast interviews and one TV interview coming up. But then after that, this is the exciting thing. I am joining my husband uh, for a three-week trip to Italy. Uh, most of it will be fun, but I'll be speaking once while I'm over there at an international event. So that is definitely, definitely, definitely fun for me. And then on the other side of that trip, um, I have several other speaking events that are um, in the works. I have um, New York City in August, where I'll be talking with a bunch of teens about bringing their dreams to reality. I'll be a, um, a keynote speaker at a women's positivity conference locally here in Tampa Bay. In October, I'll be in Lagos, Nigeria, Africa, wow. to speak on leadership at a conference. And then I have several other things mm. coming up. Where again, I'll be not only in the Balkans again, but um, possibly in the Ukraine, Moldova, and Latvia this trip speaking. So that could be exciting too. I'll just, I don't know. It, it could be very exciting. <laughs> With you, Maura, it'll be super, super exciting. Wow, look at your itinerary. That is just so cool. 
it's cool for me. Tony, some people <laughs> would say, look, I'd rather go to the Caribbean, you know. But for me, I really like this. To me, it's an adventure. So, again, to each his own, right? This is The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and Jonathan Colbert as co-host. Just ahead, we're going to ask the ambassador of happiness to give us her best advice for you. And Steve Garko delivers a knockout TKO tip of the week. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. The Dream Business community wants to help you with your career and business. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at TonyDURSO.com slash community. The Dream Business Community wants to help you with your career and business. As you know, jobs can be fickle. Here today, gone tomorrow. And owning a business has its own frailties. Bloomberg says 8 out of 10 entrepreneurs fail in the first 18 months. A Harvard study says three out of every four venture-backed firms fail, and there's other sources with shocking figures of their own, which all point to one very conclusive point. These are scary times we live in. Let's help you in the dream business community. Yes, you. Let's try to give you the information you need now to boost your career or business, and I'll be there every step of the way helping you along with other experts in many industries. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at TonyDURSO.com slash community. That's TonyDURSO.com slash community. Get the Revenue Chap mobile app for your Android or iPhone. It's free. Download from your cell phone or smart device at TonyDURSO.com slash mobile. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand, The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars, sports greats, business experts, game changers, best-selling authors, world-renowned VIPs? If so, please apply and let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me, Tony at TonyDurso.com. That's Tony at TonyDurso.com. And let's see how we can help each other. Thank you for letting us contribute to your success. Join me, Tony D'Urso, as I interview successful entrepreneurs weekly on Revenue Chat at TonyDurso.com slash radio. Get actionable advice and insights. What are the best sales methods, smart business strategies, and useful tips to grow a successful business, no matter the economy? New shows every Friday. Make it a habit to come here often and listen. TonyDURSO.com slash radio. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDURSO.com. 
Now, back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony Tierso on the Spotlight with Jonathan Colbert joining me as co-host. Today's show is with the ambassador of happiness, Maura Sweeney, who is soon to give up her best advice for you. And then Steve Garko gives us a great TKO tip of the week. So make sure you hear that one. Life is a game. Life is an adventure. Absolutely. And you are on to add a few more pages to that passport. (laughs) (laughs) Maura, now that you, you know, you're on top of the world. And I like to know, here you are. You're the ambassador of happiness. You've been there, done that to a degree. What's your motivation like? What gets you up every day, please? Oh, thanks for asking, because I know what it's like not to be able to get up every day. And for me, when I was 23 years old, um, finding it difficult to get out of bed in the morning to finish my law school studies, to head into a 40-year career I didn't want as a lawyer, that was what it was like not getting out of bed for the right reasons. (laughs) What gets me out of the bed every morning is my imagination and the possibility of something new that I can turn from an idea into a reality. And it will always have the hallmarks of getting to meet new people, getting to spotlight and enjoy what other people are, what they offer into the world. Um, That is really what it is. It's the idea of sharing and exchanging good news, good people, and good ideas. Wow. That's awesome. Great purpose. Great goals there. Very cool. And And you're doing it. You're doing it. You're I presume you've just set new goals and, you know, done, been there, done that, mark off the list, but you're adding to the list more things and more things, and you're really spreading it. It's so, so cool. Jonathan, did you want to say anything, any comment on that? Yes. You know, I, I think, you know, in your travels, uh, what's, what's really motivating for me is I hear you going through and leaving part of yourself and legacy for the people you come in contact with. And I just think that's great as a humanitarian more. I really do. So definitely kudos to you for that. Well, thank you. That you That's the first person that ever said that to me. But thank you. And you know what? Think about that word legacy. Because mm-hmm. I, I know that that's what you two are doing even as you have your show. It's the idea of leaving people with new ideas and new thoughts that help expand their world. And it's, it's a powerful thing when you realize that we can be here and think of ourselves as having no influence, or we can think of ourselves as being centerpieces of influence wherever we go and wherever we choose to share our lives. So thank you very much, Jonathan. I'm honored by that remark. Uh, my pleasure. It kind of reminds me of that Michael Jackson song, You're Just Another Part of Me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That is a great one. I love that. And most of the time, I have to say this, when I see people, that's what I see. I see another version of myself. And I guess that was the same idea I had as a little girl. But it hasn't changed too much. It's <laughs> oh, awesome. 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 Maura, it's time for My Best Advice. What's the best advice you can give the Spotlight audience, please? I think you won't be surprised by my answer because (laughs) with everything, my best advice for you is to be yourself rather than a carbon copy of someone else. Be your best, brightest, and most brilliant. You'll not only empower yourself in the process, but you will make the world a better and a happier place to live in. (laughs) That's very deep and insightful. You know, it sounds simple, but there is work and steps to take in order to be yourself because 
I think some people are plagued by trying to be other things and that will make them happy. And I see this in society through the years, but really it's being yourself and really being yourself that then opens up those doors to happiness. Did I get that right? I couldn't have said it any better. (laughs) Well, more, you probably weren't ready for this today, but I have a nice challenge for you. And I, I would love to see this. When someone goes to your website, I really hope you embed that music by that gentleman, Bobby, I forget what his last, Bobby Farron. Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> I love that. I love that song. <laughs> oh, you know, there's a don't worry, be happy, and then the other one was happy, right? Isn't it called? Yeah. I yeah. Know, you know something? I might thank you for reminding <laughs> me because I think I tacked that on to the end of one of my former blogs. I love that song. And that thing went worldwide, right? Yeah, it's so it's so inspiring when you hear it because you know you could be thinking about all kinds of things, but when you hear it, you know your body reacts to it because if you're in a happy state, you're in the right state. You're in an elevated state. You're in an energy state. Very important. I think we all want to be a little bit happier in life, and that is great. You know what? I think I'm going to do that again. Thank you for that reminder, Jonathan. (laughs) My pleasure. That was the album of the year. For Farron uh, McFerrin. And he yeah. sang that acapella. There's no music. He sang all the music to that for the song. He did all the tracks. Amazing. Wow. Brilliant. Just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And yeah, you, as Jonathan, as you were saying, you, when you hear that, you just zone in. Whatever's going on, it just mm-hmm. zones you in. And you're just, everything else is like gone and lost. And you're just thinking about more higher level spiritualism or more or being more you or something. It just, it just takes you out of your issues. It does, and, and it's global. And the, the cousin to that song would be uh, the one that the gentleman did, um, um, your eyes, the light, the heat. And the gentleman came in with the African voice, and, you know, he was singing, mm-hmm. I forget that artist's name. Phil, I don't know if it's Phil Collins or not. It's the other singer of from Genesis. Yes. Peter Gabriel? Is yeah, Peter, Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Great, great song. Oh, that's that's okay. another one I absolutely love. You know, you're right. There is a power and you can feel it. There's literally a power in happiness because it lifts you up. And imagine if that's the if that's the like the vibration or the atmosphere we all lived in all the time. We're not going to get there until each one of us says, I want to live in that space, too. But you're (laughs) right. you, You definitely get it. (laughs) <laughs> so cool. So cool, Maura. You know, I've got more questions about happiness. So at some point, I've just got to have you back on the spotlight. This is just so cool. And I'm just having such a great time. I, I don't want it to end. Can we do a two hour show today, please? <laughs> yeah. You know, Tony, next time we'll have to tack on happiness in a relationship so we can dig deeper. <laughs> oh, I like that, Jonathan. I like that. Well, I'm sure more will explode through the uh, our, our wireless devices. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's been truly amazing, amazing, more. And uh, where, where can everyone contact you? We'd have to get your contact information because this is something that we have to put in our lives to be more happy. So please share with us. Well, I would love to hear from anyone who's been listening today, and I hope they come and visit me regularly. They can visit at my website, which I call Command Central. It's my name, Mora, which is Amazon Mary, A-U-R-A, for the number, you, the letter, dot com. Mora, for you, because I'm always for you. And they can find my blogs. They could get connected with my podcast. They can find my books, my e-course, and... Um, 
there is even access to a free, if they write to me, a free happiness book I will give them on my 25 favorite happiness quotes. So if they like what they heard and they want to stay in an internally ever-present happy mood, I would love to send them that book. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And that we can get that book from more of the number four, the letter U.com. And then they could go to contact and just write to me and say, can I have your free happiness book? And I'd love to send it their way. All right, everyone in the spotlight, let's get this free happiness book. And you know what? And then share it with someone. That would be so cool. Share a little bit of the love. And you know what? A lot more is going to come back to you. So I highly recommend everyone do this. Maura, I hope you're inundated with calls and emails on this. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tony. This is my business to make it a happier world. <laughs> All Thanks, right. guys. Thank you again, the ambassador of happiness, Maura Sweeney. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And you know, Maura, you're welcome to stay on, please. And I'd love it if you would. But there's one last goodie I just want to kind of mention that we've been mentioning to the Spotlight audience. And it's something new. And I, I hope that it's appreciated by those that are in business in careers, the entrepreneurs, the business owners. I hope that they appreciate this. We have, as you know, we've been talking throughout the show, the TKO tip of the week. And I wanted to do a little presentation on this to, uh, to help our Spotlight audience. This week's TKO tip is presented by Steve Garko. He's the president at Foresight Business Consulting, a Chicago-based strategy and marketing firm. He's also a professional speaker and best-selling author. Hello, Spotlight audience. This is Steve Garko of Foresight Business Consulting and creator of the Lean Strategic Decision Model. Today's TKO tip of the week is, don't leave your company strategy to chance. Instead, use a defined process to develop your strategy. According to a PricewaterhouseCoopers survey of 2,800 executives, Most say their company creates strategy by pursuing a broad portfolio of strategic options. Now, this approach might seem to make sense, but let me give you an analogy to explain why it doesn't. Suppose you are on a clipper ship delivering cargo, but winds change, and you have to take a different approach to reach port. Taking the executive's approach is like launching several lifeboats in different directions. But how can any reach port when the food and water is divided up among all the lifeboats? Will the lifeboat crew really have enough to survive reaching the destination? How much harder will the lifeboat crew need to work in order to arrive? Almost certainly, most lifeboats won't make it with this under-resourcing. Now, only 7% of survey respondents were deemed proficient in developing successful strategies. And 97% of these successful companies used a defined strategic decision process. This process helps executives break complex strategic issues into easily understood components, guide logical analysis of all important factors, and eliminate political manipulation and other detrimental group dynamics. All important steps for making better strategic decisions. Once again, This is Steve Garko. Thanks for listening to The Spotlight with Tony D. Well, that was awesome. And you know, I like the concept of the sailboats going off with parts of the supplies that, you know, because management can't get to the the beach or to the port. And why that's not a good idea is a very 
interesting point Steve made about strategy. Very cool. I, I do love what he said about that. And I hope everyone else does too out there. I hope it does hit a chord with some people. And if it does, we will do more TKO tips at the very end of our spotlight shows. Well, all right. Well, again, so cool. Maura Sweeney, the ambassador of happiness. You are such an angel. So much exuberance and energy and love. And it's spiritual. This is a spiritual show. I loved it. I want to thank you again, everyone. And anything else you'd like to contribute or jump in on that with that, Jonathan? Well, you know, I just want to keep everyone uh, to let them know that when you're in a happy state, you know, your thought energy creates the physical reality around you. So remember, the happier you are, the happier your life will end up. And the more things will show up, what you're looking for to further your happiness journey in life. So thank you. Thank you, Tony, for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. Jonathan, you're a wonderful co-host, and it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much, my friend. And to our Spotlight audience, thanks again, everyone. It's our honor to have you listen. And all right, keep your focus on success, and we'll see you next on The Spotlight. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and his special VIP co-host. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend.